In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. All right, let's just get into it. All right, we've got a couple of special guests in the studio with us. Oh, yeah, we're going. Yeah, I guess we're, we're on. Oh, we it's are going because we have with us Jack Fowler and Sherry Guys. That's me. Say howdy. Howdy. Plus, welcome to I'm the doing, show. I'm doing a shot we of James right now. special guest to say something. This is going to be a drinking episode. There's a, there's a guy here <laughs> with us. It seems to become a James Sherry and Jack on uh, Mr. Seems, Jameson. This guy, Jameson, how is he, Jack? How's Jameson doing? He's good. He's a hell of a landlord. He's uh, a... <laughs> He treats me well. Uh-huh. I get uh, I get evicted a lot by this landlord. <laughs> sure. I mean, I'll, I'll have to sleep in the yard tonight, but it's fine. Well, you know, when, you, when you got him on the table with some solo cups, it's very festive. It's uh, red and classy. green and, and classy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, oh, these aren't the fancy solo cups. It doesn't have the, the marker on it that says one ounce. So I'm just going to have to eye it. Yeah, just fill it about or, halfway up. That's about an ounce. Half, yeah, okay. halfway up. Yeah. The, yeah, there those, we are, go. those are the two ounce solo cups. Yeah. Uh, so Jack. Yes, sir. Tumbleweeds all the way down. Yes. Uh, nice segue. Um, I can tell you've done this before. There's also there's also some inside joke into that laughter there. You had to be here. Yeah. Can We're, we tell people why we let's do it. had let's to be here? Transparency, yo. Well, I mean, and I don't want to point any fingers at Stephen for fucking loose. the whole thing up. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, this is episode but, like 46 or but this 47. Is, this is yeah, take Stephen two. Take fucked two. the whole thing up. <laughs> well, I didn't want to put that fine a point <laughs> on it. I didn't want to put that fine a point on it. <laughs> Put too um, I, I'm a truth it. teller. It's my Say profession. I'm the only bee in your body. Yeah, I guess some more there, Jack. Build a little birdhouse in your soul. So we uh, we made an attempt at do, doing this episode earlier. It was very fun. We had a good time. We didn't make an attempt like it. Oh no, we, no we, it, was, we it was a great on. session. It. it was a yeah. full on episode, and uh, it just kind of went out into the ether. Was superb. Yeah, it was, it was superb. Yeah. yeah. In my good. opinion, it was good so we came back for round two, but this time added a, <laughs> added a bottle added of about a liter of James right. into the mix and, and a recording device. Cheers, by the way. Cheers, cheers. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> I'm not drinking because I am yeah, um, the DP tonight. Uh, the, the director of photography, the designated podcaster. Oh. So <laughs> you need to be sober to do right. that. Right. While while you guys slowly, I mean, I've heard this I show before. Down I don't <laughs> think that's a problem. I don't think that's a problem. Um, <laughs> we only we only bring somebody like that on board when you guys are here, okay? Because we know that might go a little off the rails. Yeah, there you go. and that's well, fine. I'll go off the rails with you, or on the rails, whichever one. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> a little bit of skiing. That's a little callback to the previous episode <laughs> that, that you, you guys didn't, didn't hear. hear. <laughs> I was I had like a mental checklist of everything we'd covered and. Blow was on there. Yeah, that was the only one that I had on the list. I was like, I don't know what else we covered. Just make sure we talk about <laughs> yeah, cocaine again. Yeah, there was forty-five minutes about just that. forty-five minutes of cocaine talk. <laughs> right, it was really the worst episode. So, so this time around, maybe we should actually talk about what you guys do then, instead of just 
the crazy cocaine. Yeah, let's, make, even, let's make this one more it informative. It all pays the same. Well, yeah, wait a second. Yeah. Since the, the first one didn't get recorded, we can even completely lie about what happened in the first episode, too. So yeah. Sure. Maybe we are. Right. Maybe it was we probably are. the greatest show we've ever done. It's like right. the Tenacious D, the greatest song in the world. This isn't the greatest podcast episode in the world, but we're going to talk about the can, greatest Can you believe there. Robert Duvall showed up I know, and, man. Just and just nowhere. hung out and smoked a joint with us? That was yeah. amazing. <laughs> and he's looking good, too. Like, I didn't... I didn't think he would have been looking that good. But, or uh, brought his uh, own weed. I, uh, that surprised me, too. It was strong as an ox, man. Yeah. Yeah, he was actually driven here by Bob Odenkirk. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, it's a shame you yeah, dropped the ball yeah, on yeah. that, Steve. I apologize Bob Odenkirk that. made some great jokes <laughs> that'll never get repeated. Yeah. Busted out a little bit of that Midwestern accent you hear him do on the old TV show Fargo, too. My favorite part was when Morgan Freeman actually said tumbleweeds all the way down out loud. Oh, oh no. it was just... Yeah. I wish to Beautiful. God I had that recorded. It was so mellifluous. Yeah. Yeah. Tumbleweeds all the way down. What? What, what is, is that? that? Well, <laughs> fancy you should bring that up, guys. Uh, that is a wildly popular radio show here in town. I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, 8 o'clock on Sundays. On, on the, the Spy. spy. 91.7 on the 91. FM dial. 91.7, yeah. yeah. World's best radio station. Now, it is a pre-recorded show. It's a show that you actually kind of... Actually, know. no. If we hang out here for just we a little bit longer, he'll actually it. just start doing the right, show. Right. Yes. You know what happens like at 8 o'clock on Sunday night, so all of a sudden you just start doing the show wherever you are. I, they just patch me in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's you, not live. No, and thank you for ruining that for the throngs of people that I've uh, worked hard to maintain the illusion <laughs> of a live me? show. Everybody thought it was a live uh, show. Well, no, it's it's actually that's that's the first thing uh, they hired me, and then the very next day was that big DJs meeting that they have every year, and the, the f- annual DJ meeting. Right, I was privy to. Uh, I was hired for sixteen hours, and I got to go to the annual um, state of the station meeting and the first thing ferris started talking about i don't remember who did this but he was like would you people stop saying on air that you pre-recorded your fucking show (laughs) stop doing that and i never i never crossed my mind obviously because i had zero experience but people want so badly for it to be live Every single time yeah. I've had to have this conversation with somebody, they're always disappointed that I pre-recorded well, why the show. Is it, why is that disappointing? There's a connection people well, feel you, you think, when they yeah, think you, they're there right now. Yeah. There really is. I mean, we is. get that here a lot of times. A lot of times our guests will come in and their first question is, is this live? They want it to it's be. Like, well, no. And then their face drops. Yeah. Just like, a little bit. They're like, oh. Podcasting uh-huh. in general is never live. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> get that. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, your voice is going to go out there and be heard regardless. <laughs> and... I couldn't do the show the way I want to do it live, probably. True, yeah. Um, live radio but, is a totally different animal, though. I mean... Yeah, and I don't want it to sound that way. I want it to be like an old-style You wanted it to show, be a show. A performance. Performance, yeah. Like a, an hour-long show that people... The most... How, and what's it styled most after? Your show? We talked oh, about we were, that. Oh, what did yeah, we say right. earlier? Uh, that, like Chris's show from Northern, uh, Exposure. Northern and Exposure. The best one was uh, Stephen Wright from Reservoir That's Dogs. That's it, Reservoir yeah. Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and his Mini Driver from Gross Point, Point Blank. Blank. Like a, I want it to be, okay, like the best compliment people give me is when they say, 
I look forward to, it's like appointment radio for them. Like every Sunday at 8, they make sure, they schedule their Sunday night around it. Like it's, it's like it's back in the old like days. Like people used to do with it's TV. It's a ritual, yeah. Like, so, and nobody does that with TV shows anymore because everybody well, can record it. But And that's interesting <clears> because that's what, there's a current trend right now away from that in radio. People are abandoning radio for things of, like podcasts yeah. because of the on-demand nature and I'm not going to make it fit my schedule. Right. And I talked to Ferris about that because everybody, every single week, um, people say, "Where can I? I had to miss the show. Where can I hear it?" And I'll email it to him. But I, Ferris, kind of likes the idea that it's appointment radio for people. If you like if you a show, it, you miss it. and I kind of dig that too, man. I mean, because it's just a lost thing, and I like that's the best thing that people say to me. Is that I I make sure I'm in front of a radio at 8 p.m. You know, it's like it's like listening to an album, like an actual vinyl. That's that great. Same feeling. It's that same experience. Like I'm going to be here for this. I'm going to be present for this. Yeah, I'm there's a to... presence in it. I think. Yeah. And that I think that's why people want it to be live. Got yeah. okay. That makes totally. sense because it's a presence because that you feel. They're like, if I'm going to make right. the time to then you to should, be the appointment, right. then you should be too. You did this last Tuesday. Well, right. fuck you. <laughs> right. yeah. Like, screw you on your radio show. Right. That's I thought I thought you were sitting down. And but I tell you what, uh, and this probably won't work anymore. So thanks. But uh, <laughs> if there's something I want to get out of on a Sunday night, I, I'm like. Maybe I got a radio show to do. I, I can't be that. And that has, that has worked ah, for eight go. months until until, until now. now. Until so Aaron thank you, Thanks. Thanks. Hey, yes. just don't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, we, we I, I pre-recorded all of them months ago. We could just start ago. over and do the yeah. third version of this. I'm, I'm sure we might have. I mean, we'll, we'll see how to. this one works. We'll see what right. happens when we press stop. Last, it might be over. I mean, the last recording ended with Jack naked. No, that's right. Well, I mean, what? Find me some recordings that don't. <laughs> don't have you naked. <laughs> Shorter list. <laughs> Tonight he will be doing nude contemporary modern dance. Whoa. Which doesn't really play over the radio. It doesn't. Um, except when I rub my <laughs> s- swimsuit area on the tube <laughs> mic. <laughs> Go ahead. Get, it, yeah, get those balls up on there. How about you on this microphone? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually Jesus. remember remember last podcast we did here, and uh-huh. Chris Stenchcomb was like, "I need a wet wipe to wipe the I gay." Know. Off. Oh, that's right. like, yeah, no, you have no idea what the, what's been on these microphones. Uh, I was leaving fluids on the mics, just spittle and hands rubbed all over it. And so I do recall from the last round that we, in talking about the name of your show, it was a really good way to segue into other topics. So Sher- tumble, tumble. My good friend Sherry Guys. I was. Hey, Sherry. Say yeah, hi, she, Sherry. Hi. She's sitting right next to us for those of you playing. <laughs> I have a solo home. cup of Jameson. She also yeah. has on a tan sweater. I do with a hood. And assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was going to be a surprise for Facebook. I, 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 was a surprise I told you to be careful later. because your ass is going to stick to the couch when you try to get up. It's going to uh, kind of make a <laughs> sound. That's, <laughs> that peels away. That's why I bring baby oil wherever I go when I've got the This, this is caps. really already going really far Way down the rails. <laughs> Some of the teaching yeah. Girl Scouts. <laughs> Campfire Girls. Oh uh, now, yeah. girls, when you wear your assless chaps, make sure you have baby oil with you. Or powder. Or powder. Or powder. Go, but don't, not both. Yeah. Because yeah, then you'll have Play-Doh. 
And only certain kinds of guys are into that. <laughs> right. That paste that forms when you rub. Luckily, out. they're all here in this room right now. Do, do, you, do you guys want to keep going with this? Or? Kind of yeah. totally so I, I brought up earlier that the tumbleweeds all the way down title of that show was born in sherry's living room which is a project that i'm here to talk about and that was like the segue that steven hinted at yes so that was really seamless by the way (laughs) (laughs) we're professional jesus christ i love how we're we're talking about how good our previous segues were (laughs) (laughs) you guys should have been here three hours ago when we were all sober that was really the show to see professional podcasting one-on-one if you just blurt out so that's all the segue you need anywho That's the word. That's a good one. So all the brainiacs in the room, besides like I'm not one of those, but the rest of y'all, like had the history of all the way down isms. Oh right, Uh, we were talking about the name. So like tumbleweeds all the way down was inspired sort of in the moment by he and I were Jack and I were talking about Sturgill Simpson. Jack's music on his show is all American Roots style music, mostly. And and uh, we were talking Sir, Sergio Simpson when he was recording his demo or getting all his playlists Well, I'd together. already been hired. I, I had a show coming on in two days. I needed a name. Like Oh, that's right. I was like under the gun. And uh-huh. I, I said I wanted it to be sort of a uh, a broad, like it would apply to an all-encompassing title and she's like, you need something like turtles all the way down. And it was like a, a bell went off over my yeah. head. And I was like, tumbleweeds said, all the okay. way down. And, and like, that, that was it. That was the that show. That was it. Yeah. What made you think tumbleweeds? The roots music part of it. Like, what What else starts with a T uh, <laughs> that, would, that would look good on a bumper Tequila? sticker? Well, that was my first. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's family radio. But yeah, it just worked... And it was that quick, and I never, yeah, I never thought about anything else. As soon as it was done, that was done. That was the name of the show. Totally. Well, I love it because there is kind of a philosophical feel to your show a little bit. Thank you. Yeah. And tumbleweeds all the way down is a callback to turtles all the way down. And I'm, apparently, there is kind of a varied history behind that phrase. The where I learned about it was it was a a lady talking to an old woman talking to her pastor. And she was telling him that the earth sits on top of a turtle shell or sits on top of a turtle. And he said, well, if the earth is sitting on top of a turtle, what's underneath that? And she goes, oh, it's turtles all the way down. You know, this came up last time. And I wonder where you got the I lady in the past. Yeah. I, I wonder that, too. That no sounds idea. way too modern. That's what I was saying. I'm, I'm but pretty I, sure what, this is like. It's an ancient precept. Ancient but I'm not myth. sure about that. Yeah. like, But I mean, you make it sound I like it no was idea. in Kanawha in like I 1984. Know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I went up to the Baptist church after Rotary, in, and uh, it my, was in my preacher had the damnedest theory on how things started. Lady in the Pastor sounds like a but, cheese shop in the Plaza District. <laughs> oh, my God, that's pretty funny. If it's not already, it will be in six months. It's going to be now. Lady in the Pastor in the Bison. <laughs> The, they, they have bison. Oh, let's not Jesus. go into that. We've got friends down there. God damn it! But let's just let it had go. a more historical version of it, or a more accurate version of it. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't. Are you trying to look it up? Yeah, I am trying to look like it up. The, the, That's the, interesting for the folks at home. Yeah. You surf well, and Google. No, it's, it's, like the Earth was. Let's all just let Stephen 
Surface phone. Everybody hush Everybody, for a while. Yeah, yeah. This will right, take two or three minutes at home. Don't it's gonna don't be, think anything's it's, wrong. It's Y'all just keep okay. waiting by the. It's gonna be all right. Sherry looks frantic. She's got her hands up in her hair like she, she had. Her. Her. All right, now this is something I'm gonna go ahead and Sherry. <laughs> since our earlier recording or want thereof <laughs> has been. I think making a checklist of how to improve upon this podcast. That's right. In Probably, fact, as soon yeah. as uh, you guys were leaving, she was she's having... bursting to. So while Stephen is at Googling. this point, he's looking looking at German pornography. Frankly, in the corner, <laughs> he's been over there forever. Sherry, in the meantime, over in Sherry's corner right. of the room, what's going on with with you, Sherry? Well, do, would, do you have any bullet points? You <laughs> <laughs> so I mentioned earlier that that that. Jack came up with the name of his show in my living room. And I have a local um, concert venue in that said living room called, and I call that series. Um, <laughs> Sherry's I can feel room. the warmth of the Jameson coming <laughs> on. Uh, um, that's why they make it. <laughs> right? So, yeah, a couple years ago, I started something called Sherry's Living Room, and it's a monthly listening room concert series in my living room. And I've probably had 20 or so bands or artists come through there in the last couple of years. Um, I started out as a local music venue, like just local folks coming through there and sort of graduated up to touring artists. Although I do, I have some touring artists who have played my living room who are from Oklahoma because we've got a pretty righteous singer-songwriter music scene right now. And when and you were mentioning earlier, too, that uh, one of your first guests was uh, your neighbor, Dr. Pants. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, David Broyles. the first show. Yeah. The first show was Dr. Pants and a woman from, a singer-songwriter from Alaska named Marianne Call. Oh, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they... She played a typewriter. What? She, As an what? instrument. Nice. Absolutely, yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. She has a whole song about Shark Week. And like she wears a shark hat. That's awesome. It was such a great. But event. it wasn't gimmicky or stupid. No, it was I, I so actually enjoyed her delightful. Set. Yeah, she well, played. Normally that would like drive me right she, out. Of the she she played a, a manual, an old, really old fashioned manual typewriter as a really percussion well. instrument. It was with great. the bell. Well, you know that song with the bell. That's nice. awesome. That song, great. Wordy Rapping Hood by the Tom Tom Club. Mm-hmm. That starts out using a typewriter as a little percussion. And that's interesting. I've actually had conversations with Chad from Short Order Poems. He wants to modify a typewriter to make musical sounds, like turn it into an instrument. And Absolutely. That way, as they're doing the short order yeah. poems, it's also creating music. That's cool. I like. I, I've never met those guys, but I want a poem bad. Speaking awesome. of like, they're a great example of how you can do whatever you want to do in Oklahoma City right now. Yeah, I know it's a crazy idea. It's like oh, we're going to go out to events and set up our old typewriters, and for like. 15 bucks or whatever, you get a poem in five minutes about whatever you want. And I've been in like dozens of people's houses and they've got their short order poem tacked on a wall somewhere. It's awesome. I mean, I think that's the coolest. Yeah. Do they do that? Well, uh, Chad Reynolds uh, has a kid who goes to Wilson, I believe. And uh, one of the fall festivals, I just ran into him and was talking to him about, uh, about writing. And he said, you know, short order poems... I was always looking for more people to write, and he just kind of invited me to come do it if I ever felt like it, but I've never taken him up on so, it. So, speaking of Sherry's living room. Yeah, <laughs> who's going to be your... <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway. Who is... Who is the, 
is already in a ditch. Before we short order poem. Right. right. You know, um, book them next time. Let's we'll cut the middleman hey, out. Actually, no, we're working on that. Yeah, 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 totally. On. Look at this stuff on the screen over here. Yeah, we got some entertainment in the other room here. <laughs> but, so, uh, okay, oh. so yeah, on November 15th, which is on this coming Sunday, I have Dustin Prince playing in my living room at my living room and hold 40-ish people. And what you'll experience when Dustin's there is just his like virtuosic guitar talent and his charm. He's a great, charming performer. He writes a lot of his own music, but he also takes covers and does really fun things with them. Um, like sometimes he like turns them into raps, and um, he's a talented guitar player. He does percussion-ish things on the guitar and and like tapping weird odd dual hand picking like just really interesting stuff um and he's one of the first people to say yes to me when i first started the series a couple years ago and i've just kind of held him in my back pocket for when the timing was right and so the timing is now right okay he used to live in oklahoma city that's actually i met him about five years ago at an open mic at Coffee's Cafe in the Plaza District. Oh, wow. I forgot all about oh, that. Wow. Uh, it was a Monday night. There were like three people there, including Dustin. And <clears> like that's how we became Facebook friends. And I've just kind of followed him you know, through the years. And now he's got this great music career. He tours the country constantly. He lives in Nebraska now. and um, But he still comes back to Oklahoma every few months just to play gigs and reconnect with friends and now, was, as, was Oklahoma his original home or no, was this no. just another place he had called home for a while he just is a like floats around okay. life a little bit nice and he landed here for a while well that was one of the things that uh, when we were at your um, talk at the Midtown Rotary um, that you were mentioning was that yeah you had started out with local artists but you decided that since you know, yeah. we can see local artists here anytime. You decided to kind of, you know, and, do and some touring got, acts instead. We've got a ton of really great local talent, both nationally touring talent who chooses to live in Oklahoma and people who are just starting here. Um, but a lot of the, the, the folks who play around a lot play around a lot. And I want to have a full house. So right. I have started to book touring artists. And it's, I mean, it's, and I still do have local people like, Jack played for the second time a few mm-hmm. months ago at an a Oklahoma showcase that I did during brunch the brunch hour on a Sunday, like at 10 or 11. It was potluck, and people could come and have food and have music and fellowship on I, a Sunday morning. I played morning. and then left. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, screw the fellowship I totally part. I played and then did the Irish goodbye, and no one knew where I was. Wow. J- Jack really has shitty. only stayed to the end of one show, one and show. it was his. It was mine. It was your own. Your first one. Not your second my one. First one, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a, I, I'm not a man that stays at things. No, he so. Irish goodbyes out of every single one. <laughs> Everyone. Mm. Wait, what's an Irish goodbye? Where you leave without saying anything to anybody? Like what Eric does? Oh, okay. Just slip out. Just uh, gone. Just, yeah, you you slink out. <laughs> we have a, a friend that's very good at that. It, I've started to adapt it. I mean, yeah. I adopt it into my own life. I'm like, why do I need to, why to make spend 15 minutes? Unless In fact, like I'm someone right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've mastered the Irish hello Which no is. one even knew I was there <laughs> You go and leave And no one's the wiser But you can still take credit I, like that. I still I still tweeted that I was there And yelped right. <laughs> Well we didn't see you Well that's the Irish hello well, Now you refer to Sherry's living room as a listening room Yeah so a listening room is a place where um, People aren't 
smoking or conversing or playing pool. The artist isn't in competition with anything. the surrounding anything with at all. Yeah. It's 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 you're reverent. there for that. Yeah, it is no... re- that's a good word. I like that. It's yeah. reverent. Like if somebody if somebody's phone went off or they leaned over to talk to somebody next to them, that would be highly inconsiderate at Sherry's living room. Right. And that totally. that's what makes it different than anywhere else in the city right now. Even at full circle, you can get up and walk around. Sure. Um, yeah. And it's also BYOB. It really, I mean, I don't know how super legal it is that I'm doing these shows. Bring your own blow. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it came from. There That's right. That's right. Where That's right, the blow Where's the bathroom? <laughs> you go to the bathroom and. Yeah. Yes. So then what happens at Sherry's living room is that you come in, there's like a 30 to 40 minute set where you're just in music church and listening to this stuff come right to your face and then there's a intermission in the middle where you can go and get refills in your drink go smoke jack does his cup of blow mm-hmm. yes <laughs> cup of blow. <laughs> then you you come back for the second set and after that it's all about hanging out with the other people who are music lovers in our community and connecting with the artists getting on mailing lists buy merch and well, i'm wearing it, some merch right now from the you last are. show the beta radio beta radio is here from north carolina um last month and you were there for that? That was, was my first Sherry's Living Room show. Was it really? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. my first time. Pop my cherry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they, those guys were cool. They were kind of uh, doing a songwriter storyteller set mm-hmm. where they would give a little bit of background about each song before they would play it. And Well, one of the guys was a talker. The other one was kind of the – he was more like a, a silent partner. Like, and all was, the shows vary. Like when Graham Colton played my living room – he didn't do that. He didn't break it up. He just played like a straight hour-ish long, maybe a little bit longer set, and just like plowed through and like rocked everybody. I mean, it was really it was because Graham is used to playing larger stages, right? But wanted to play in my series because of his. Um, he has a startup called Fanswell. Yes, oh, that's um, right. Yep. He did that. He started that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, and, the, and, I was, and the sort I was, of purpose of that is to kind of encourage living fan, room type he's, shows. He's done better with that than. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like that's a second career. He started fans well. That's a second mm-hmm. career. Yeah, they, uh, I was yeah. beta testing some of the software so like we could see how that worked, and that's why I plugged you in there Jesus. so I could like give you a little account <laughs> so we could uh, no see how things worked. Enough. Well, if you start to get leads from fans, well, that's why, because I made okay. you an account. Um, <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. I, Fair enough. I wonder why all these I, I see you single on the, moms. I right? see emails yeah. coming through every once in a while from fans. Well, it says, shows you could book in Oklahoma. And like Jack Fowler, I'm like, shit, I need to. <laughs> Shame. I hate that. <laughs> I have a good Graham guy. Colton story about Sherry's living room. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a decent Graham Colton story. I, decent. I had, I was on crutches at the time. With oh, one God, shoe on. That. I had an accident at work, and I damn near severed my toe. I, I had mean, a bad injury. I've got That's, a photo on my hard drive at home. It's I disgusting. Could send you guys. It's, it's horrific. Tell the nail uh, story. Of nearly told us, uh, Yeah, I dropped. I was moving stuff for the art museum, <laughs> and I dropped uh, one of the big Fabergé uh, sculpture Crate. pedestals for the Fabergé exhibit. Uh. I dropped it on my toe. I was trying to kick a dolly. Underneath a crate, like a horse's ass. Now, like were you, you learned not to, n- No. <laughs> All right. He was in like regular person's shoes. I was in shoes, shoes but okay. I did everything wrong. I deserved it. But that's not the point is, Graham <laughs> Colton's famous. Like, I knew who he was, and 
I, I worked I work the door a lot for Sherry's living room house concerts. It's really fun for me. I love working that door. And I, I'd worked the door that day, and it was before the show, and I was in the kitchen having a glass of wine or something, and Graham Colton got there. And he had just got off the road from, I think, New York City. Yeah, he did. Like, he came straight from Manhattan to your house. <laughs> wow. And I'd never... I. You know, I had no. I knew who he was, but I'd never met Graham. Playing and he walked into your kitchen, and I recognized him. I said, "Hi, how are you?" And I said, "I'm Jack." And he goes, "Are you Jack Fowler?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Man, I'm sorry about your toe." Like <laughs> 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 a right? I was fucking amazed. I'm like, "How in the hell did he know about?" It? And I think I had made such a stink about it, and unintentionally that it uh, it bled into his ears before he got out of the front yard. Or, Wow! Yeah, walking was... into your house, but I was amazed. Hey, Graham he, he, Colton. Graham Colton knew, knew about, about my toe. Anyway, I'm sorry I ruined the podcast just now with that <laughs> Graham Colton story. That's all right. I'll just take another drink of Jameson. I was just hoping it was going to segue into something like Graham Colton and offered to kiss your toe to make it better, and you were like taking your he annoyed shoe off. I mean, and... his foot looked like. I mean, his, that toe looked like did Frankenstein. It no, did it like... no, it did. did like it they infected? actually, uh, they actually fixed me in Africa. I got the oh, best medical right. care I got in Uganda, <laughs> and then my yeah, that's where I lost you, that's my toenail. Nothing got a toenail finally came off do. in Kampala. No, but that was <laughs> this the... is really taking a turn for the <laughs> boring the shit out of everybody. We need to stop talking about <laughs> my know, old losing foot a injury in Uganda. That's pretty interesting. Well, yeah, I'd you know like what? to think so, the... but uh, like, I'm imagining people at home listening to this tomorrow and being like, "When is this guy going to shut the fuck up about his foot injury?" You know, you made, you made a big stink about it then. You're making a big stink about it I now. Know. you got to get over this shit, Jack. I, you, it, that's a fair point. Um, I'm Frankly, I'm sorry I brought it up at all. <laughs> Sherry, I understand you're a life coach now. Talk a little bit about that. So, How can I get over my egomaniacal toe stories? What do I need to do to move past this? Funny you should mention that. that fix that. It's, sure. a I mo- do. it's a mother attachment, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's a mother attachment. My mom used to massage my toes as a child. That's why I have that. Uh, take off those boots, Jack. <laughs> no, yeah, I really yeah, no, want you I, to start talking. I do. Mm-hmm. I do have. Um, I I have always had a side hustle and a side hustle and a side hustle. There's, I like to start new things. And earlier this year, I started a new company called Big Bravely. It is my life coaching counseling practice, and yeah, I help people get like clarity on things they want for their life, or I help people heal from grief, switch careers, be better communicators when they're in a partnership, whether it's romantic or professional or, you know, spiritual, whatever. Um, That's my gig now. I left a fantastic job that I love with a lot of people I adored. You used to work for Good Egg Inc. I worked for a Good Egg Dining Group. Yeah. Uh, they own and operate ten or so restaurants here in Oklahoma City, like Tucker's and Cheevers. And, well, and I don't want to interrupt. Yeah, but uh, the Drake is one of theirs, right? Yeah, it is. I want to go newest. on record that you did not take my name suggestion for that seafood restaurant. I what think the it? tuna box would have been way more. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I had, it's catchier. It looks better on a t-shirt. I, I had absolutely Drake, zero. I, mean, I had zero input on Drake. on the name oh, of the wow. on the restaurant. And when I first started to set up all the social media. Accounts for the Drake, 
I didn't have any images. We didn't have any branding done. All we had is a name, and we weren't even sure if that was going to stick or not. Um, so I set it all up with pictures of the Krusty Krab. <laughs> <laughs> Made from... Which, uh, yeah, from SpongeBob. SpongeBob, yeah. Which I thought was hysterical, uh, but that got 86 pretty pretty quickly. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is like when we had two followers on everything. No one saw it. It's all gone, but I thought that was pretty... Ingenious. Now combine that, that, and I think the tuna box would be a great name for a food truck. I think so too. Yeah. (laughs) Smell that thing coming a mile away. (laughs) Well, I don't want to be gross about it. I just thought it was a catchy name. Yeah. Well, now you took a big leap. You just straight up quit your job and dove into Big Bravely. I did. I leapt and. So you're kind of leading by example. Well, I mean, this is part of the culture of Oklahoma City right now is like. The climate is such that you can kind of do whatever you want to do. You can take risks. You can start things. And everybody is so starved for quality of life because we didn't have it for a long time. Um, It was pretty bland, vanilla world here where we are. And now there are people coming in and offering things other than that. And And we just don't care if it's a crazy idea. We don't. I mean, we were like, yay, crazy ideas. There aren't any right now. And, and there are no crazy ideas. And They're just ideas. Right. It's, it's a gift. Yeah. Uh, it you could, I couldn't, Jack could not roll in and do what he does for a living in New York. I couldn't roll in in San Francisco and do what I do. Not at all. This, the yeah, market no is saturated, but here it's, they're, they're just waiting for someone mm. to show up and give their creativity to this life that we're living. And that's, I mean, that's really crazy because we, I feel like we hear that. All the time from every person we bring in the show that's doing something. Yeah. Whether and it's I, the Amy Youngs of the world or yeah. the artists yeah, just or the, whatever. Just the fact that we're able to. Pretty much everybody comes back to the same conclusion of just go do, go it. do it right now. Do it right you know now. what? And, and you're going to. Right now and do it. <clears throat> do it. You might fail. Well, that's how we started the podcast. But that's how you learn. Like the yeah. biggest jumps of personal growth happen in times of tragedy and, and struggle and, and failure. I, I, I tell my clients often, I'm like, there's really not much thing as failure. They're just, there's huge learning jumps and they're painful, but you learn so much when you're in pain, like, and, and you adapt and you grow and, and really the thing that's most important to adopt and learn is resiliency, tenacity, Showing up and keep doing it. Mm-hmm. What was the quote? Somebody, I think it said it also at that Rotary meeting. Like, God, wisdom comes from experience, but most of the ex- experience comes from no, making was, bad, uh, bad it decisions. It was the Will Rogers quote. Yeah, um, it's Will Rogers. Oh. It's wisdom comes from experience, but most experience comes from failure. Or something right. like totally. No, I had to do it. It was, what was the phrase? Bad, bad decisions or bad choices? Like, experience oh. comes from. Well, this no. is fascinating. Yeah, that's totally fascinating. So, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Midtown, speaking of Midtown, like, don't look a gift horse in the mouth is what you guys were fishing for. So, I speaking of Oklahoma City Midtown Rotary, I spoke there last week, and that's another one of those projects I did. About I told you she had bullet points. Oh yeah. About seven years ago, I created, I co-created uh, the Oklahoma City Midtown Rotary Club, and. Speaking of failure, I, I mentioned earlier that I was president for two years. It was because I was president for the year that it took us to get to the charter level, which meant I, we had to collect 20 people who said, yes, I want to be a member of this club. And when mm-hmm. you had 20, then you could apply to Rotary International and become an official club. 
and it took damn near a year wow. to get to that level. And I, the Oklahoma City Midtown Rotary Club was originally called the Oklahoma City Cosmopolitan Rotary Club. Oh, that's so much why, why Cosmopolitan? I didn't know that. And it was yeah, why it was stationed. <laughs> uh, I'll get to that. It was stationed. At a restaurant on I two forty near my office, where no, I used to work. No, I want to address this now. Oh, if, how but, can those two things coincide? Um, and a restaurant on I two forty and Cosmopolitan. Oh no, it's, it's <laughs> I've never heard those two they, things they, collide. That club was inspired by a club for young people in Austin called the Cosmopolitan right. Rotary Club in Austin. Okay. So we just call ourselves that. One of my mentors kept calling us the Cosmo Club, and it was just awful. Well, those are your words. No, the <laughs> name. Just the na- no, I love was, Midtown Rotary. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. Attaching it was, it was, that adjective is awful. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. But, like, that, I mean, that's why he had me on board and not him because he's, like, 25 years older than I am. He wanted... He wanted a, young people. He wanted a club for young people, but he's not a young person, so he needed a young person to go and do it. Oh, uh, okay. And so, yeah, we were just about to shut the fucker down because it just wasn't working. <laughs> Let's call it the Bebop Roller Rink Rotary Club, so, <laughs> said the 75-year-old man. What you would have called it is like the Oklahoma City Kids with Cancer Rotary Club. Because <laughs> oh, my God. Make-A-Wish Rotary. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff. Because I'm so... Heartfelt and romantic, and like I, I'm, a, you know, I'm just a compassionate person. So I was always booking these like really moving speakers, and it, it was depressing. And and, <laughs> and no one would come back. Who like, wants they to be would, moved? So I would like to be moved. Put on my PR hat and bring all these people in for the club meeting, and then I'd bring them like the kids of cancer speaker, and they'd never come back. And <laughs> I finally got some advice from. A person from our sponsor club says, you know, you should move this meeting to like where people are hanging out right now. And we're like, okay, well, look into that. And I checked out the coolest bar at the time that had just opened called Cattleman's. Mc- yeah. Cattleman's. yeah. <laughs> right. McNelly's. And McNelly's was building their business and they gave us a room for free. And I, and I was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to move it to Midtown, call it the Oklahoma City Midtown Club. We're going to meet at McNelly's every, uh, Tuesday night at six, and we were chartered in six weeks. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, and that's been around for seven years. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Did you have Crazy. a hand in uh, kicking off the spelling bear, or did that come? Oh, later? that's fun. That, so the spelling uh, bear was born during Susan Urban's year as president. Was she? I think she was the third or fourth president for Midtown Rotary Club, and or no, no, no. I think it was. I think she was the the chairperson for it. I can't remember now. But anyway, yeah, it was. It's been around for four or five years, and it wasn't my idea. I didn't have any ideas that year. Like my job was <laughs> to get the thing off the ground, right? And get lots of people coming in. Yeah, totally. I'd known you for six or eight months, maybe, or a year when the first the first spelling beer I ever went to. Oh my god, it was so we, much fun. We both got. We we misspelled the first goddamn word. No, we didn't. I did. Okay. I, yes, we both did. Well, we we finished. But they, they bought us back in. Okay, we, we bought back in. Because we're charismatic. Here's what I've always But we, we stayed until like the mantle. last round. I, I didn't ask for the definition, and I spelled it T-E-L, and it was the other definition. Uh, but, what, about, what about your word, the first word that you missed? I don't even remember. I'm sure it was like hat. What I do, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, they were both embarrassing. But we we came back and we've we we almost placed. We stayed in a long time, but the funnest part oh, was yeah, after yeah. we were out. We were 
We were both Drunk. just hammered. <laughs> and we in a- sat in that theater and heckled people like assholes oh my God. Oh, for yeah. an hour. It was the most fun thing we, I've ever we done. We ended up, and we still do this now, but we like, the heckling sort of devolved into taint jokes. It was all taint jokes <laughs> by taint the end. And Sherry, by the way, Sherry was the trailblazer on that. I'm not that lowbrow. But Sherry was like, Oh, taint. you misspelled it. That taint no big deal. And I just lost <laughs> oh, jokes. I was about to vomit in that theater from laughing. Because she said it loud enough to where the guy on the mic heard her. After he just misspelled a word, by the way. I don't know that that's taint true. no big deal. I just lost it. That was, that was great fun. Taint nothing. Spelling beer is good taint fun. Taint nothing wrong. That's right. So it was yeah. spelling beer. And I think, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I love, um, I love spelling bee jokes or any kind of like spelling bee humor. And one of the things that I always think of is a South Park episode where they had the spelling monkey. It was supposed to be like hooked on phonics, but it was <coughs> helping you learn to spell. But anyway, one of the kids gets up and gets this really crazy word. Let's say like, like Floxy Nasi Nihilopilification. So this is the word that the kid has been given, and he stands there for a second. He's like, could you use that in a sentence, please? And they go, yes. Floxy Nasi Nihilopilification is a hard word to spell. <laughs> so that kind of spelling bee humor is uh, something that I would look forward to. It was a all an excuse bee. for you to say that word that, on the podcast. And that was not. Right. It was that, not. That's no, exactly what I was thinking. Spell no. that word. Well, aren't you something? No, I you know that big word. It's just the word that came into my head. No, I really love that joke. <laughs> I actually really adore that freaking joke. That, that is a pretty It's an joke. awesome, awesome joke. But anyway, all right, all right, I why did the chicken cross the road? Why? To get to the idiot's house. Knock, knock. Who's there? The chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How many feminists does it take to change a light bulb? How many? That's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Hurry back. My 10-year-old son son invented a a joke like that. He said, uh, why didn't... The toilet paper crossed the road. Why? It got stuck in a crack. Oh, that's wow. pretty good. Oh, I like that. Oh, Bravo, good. Tanner Geis. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Right, so how did you and Jack meet? Um, Twitter, probably. That's right. Yeah, that the rotary you're telling me that you've met a lot of people because of Twitter. Absolutely. So many of my friend group, so much of my friend group has come from Twitter through the years. And I don't mean like that's where we socialize, but that's where the connection happened. Right. And, yeah. and Jack, um, I, he first came onto my radar when I started seeing some photos of his come through that uh, while he was in Uganda, the first year he went to Uganda. And when he got back, he took a lot of those photos and turned them into an art show over in the Paseo. And I, that's where I first met him as I went to the, the art, art show. show. And, and that was a couple months, maybe, maybe a month before my first house show. Um, and I, I met him there, and we talked in person just a little bit. And then uh, we tweeted a lot in between then. And then he came to uh, my first house concert. And that's where we met in person, really. Even though he was still like sitting beside me, and we were watching a show. So it wasn't a, lot of, a ton of connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was kind of the inspiration for how the series went forward because as we were sitting there enjoying this amazing show happening in my house with all these people he leaned over to me and said you've got to do this again and I'm like hmm. 
I will if you play. And he said, well, that's, <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> and so, yeah, so Jack Fowler and Stranded at the Station were my second show. And nice. it, it just it ran from there. And I just I started tapping different people I knew in the music scene that I knew played gigs and booked them in and, and Peggy Johnson, who, like, if anybody, if, oh, if anyone sh- needs to he's coming back. see a fantastic show, go <laughs> seek know, out Peggy Johnson and go Let's, see her play somewhere. Peggy? Oh, yeah. Peggy's a badass. Badass. <laughs> She's so great. You know, the best thing about her besides her really great songs I've never met anyone who loves performing as much as Peggy Johnson. She's so good at it's it. It's contagious. She yeah. adores being on stage. And she is, I love Peggy. And she's, she's my been, favorite live act in the city. And she's probably been playing on live for 30 years. Oh, wow. If, I mean, I was going to say longer. 40. I mean, like forever. She started, yeah. She's great. Well, what's what's her genre of music? What's the general genre of music we'll hear? Singer, songwriter. She's super inspired by Bob Dylan. Okay. And Patty Griffin and Except she's so she's double the performer that they both are. Totally. T- Peggy totally. Johnson is well, I've never I've never heard of her before. Nope. I mean No, you would it's, yeah. she is I feel like a hipster talking about her all <laughs> yeah. the time. All the time. Because she's not <clears throat> No offense to these people, but she's not dear people or a, a band that everybody is on everybody's lips. Right. She, but she's been here for 35, 40 years. Yeah. She is the best solo acoustic actor. I fell in, town. in love with Ooh. her at a show when I was, for the one semester I was at OU, she played uh, a show during Pride Week. And I was super friends with a bunch of gay dudes. And we all went to Pride Week, and I was just fascinated by the whole thing because I came from a small town, Oklahoma, and where there were no gays, where there were no out gays, and no, there just were none. I know for a fact <laughs> that <laughs> there were is at least one there because he's some broke back when don't, don't living add, there. Don't he's living there the now, he's and from Chandler made, but, for Christ's sake. Oh, yeah, is it Chandler? And Chandler, yeah, Chandler, Oklahoma. Well, I hope he can go back. I know Chandler. He I've lives been to Chandler. there with his husband, <laughs> oh, and they're good. super happy. Welcome to 2015. Hey, I'm from a town just like that. Yeah. What town are you from? We woke her. We woke her. All right. So, yeah, I saw Peggy at OU in 94 or 5, and she stayed with me. Like, it was just it was just one performance, but it just stayed with me. And I saw in a, in a Gazette ad that she was playing at a coffee shop and more about eight years ago. I was like, that. do you think that's really the same Peggy Johnson? And I went there with... I was married at the time. My husband and I, like, got a babysitter and went to this coffee shop in deep Southmore... And there were eight Deep people there. <laughs> yeah. That's the more I don't want to go to. Well, I know exactly where but, you're talking. You know what yeah, uh, yeah. Moore's motto is? It's the babies with pierced ears, capital of the world. That's that's on the sign it's, going into Moore. It's actually not. <laughs> well, it should be. Well, it should be. <laughs> no, go ahead, Sherry. Sorry. That, I think, I think Moore's motto is smile more. Or build your house again. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what am I? Oh, ooh, what are you out Even though it's scientifically accurate, ooh. Don't build your fucking house down there. For go ahead, Cherry. Yeah, I agree. I'm anyway, Peggy Johnson, saying, great performer. She was fantastic, and I I talked to her after. I think during the show because there was like six of us sitting there, and it's like I saw you like ten years ago at a place, and you played. 
a Don Henley song that I love. And what and Don Henley song was it? Last Worthless Evening. Oh, that's a great oh, that Don a good Henley one. song. Right. I hate is the Eagles, but that? I love that Don Henley I think. song. Off of Building no, no, the no. It was, the heart, it was Heart of the Matter. That's a good one, too. I've been trying to get down to the so Heart soft. of the Matter, and my wool gets weak, and so does my bladder. <laughs> that's, that's not how it goes. <laughs> now i got to pee. i got a question for you. For Do me? you hate the Eagles? Did you all of a sudden hate the Eagles when you saw the Big Lebowski? I only say that just to quote the Big Lebowski. I Dude, think that's I, every, a trend. Every time an Eagles song comes on, I crank that shit up. I okay. love Don <laughs> Henley. Then, then stop. I'm a big Don Henley stop fan. Stop publicly renouncing them. Never. I, I stop you know that. What? You know what? The, the very the first Eagles t- don't deserve what Actually, Lebowski I, did to them. I do got to admit that. Wait, I agree. Was Glenn Campbell Cheers in the Eagles? To that. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. Who? Glenn Fry. Was Glenn Fry. Fry. Glenn yeah, yeah. Do I need to, do I need to <laughs> film and record this for you guys too? Or? I'm so glad that Glenn's not here for this recording like he was for the last right. one. Yeah, oh, I can't believe yeah. he was here. Was that Fry or Campbell? I both. The, oh, they were both, both here. <laughs> Glenn Campbell was, was tweaked out of his mind, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we had to call the cops. He was doing straight up ice, man. That was crazy. <clears throat> I'd never seen someone freebase in front of a child until, <laughs> yeah. until Glenn Campbell got here. No, I'm just glad that. he did Rhinestone Cowboy. That's what I waited for all night. Wait, uh, it was worth Campbell. it. It was worth it. <laughs> the most surprising part was he had the kid help him freebase. That's that's what really surprised me. Well, he me. hired him for a reason. Right. I mean, but I do yeah. hate the Eagles. Child See, you don't, was though. See I, that <laughs> pisses me off. Because after Lebowski came out, which I love, who doesn't? I mean, for Christ's sake, let's all just... We're yes. all about... But everyone all of a sudden hated the Eagles. And that was that's because the dude shit. made it popular. Right? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh, I hate the fucking I Eagles, the man. Is, I don't hate. No the one Eagles. hates the Eagles. You know, I, I don't hate the, the Eagles, note, but I love that line. This could be. Uh, this I, could that, be a corollary. Right. Maybe people I really hate did the hate the Eagles. Eagles, man. Hey, you know what? You didn't see a big uh, resurgence in people listening to CCR because the yes, dude was you a, did. Did we? I've read multiple articles that not only did CCR's records. Skyrocket because the Eagles of the dude. plummeted. Really, plummeted because of the big the guy. hipster quotient. Really? Fucked their and I think they're all, they're not eating cat food. They're all fine. Yeah, I'm, but yeah. but their record sales took a noticeable dip after that movie caught on. Interesting. Because of that one. Anyway, I just think that's that's bizarre. I never heard If that. you're an eagle, that's all. I would hate it if I was in the Eagles, and I'm like, man, fuck the Cohen Why brothers. Why couldn't he have like <laughs> that was an arbitrary decision, and now all of a sudden everyone thinks we're assholes. Who should they have? Because who, sh- who should Jeff he have Bridges hate? says so. Who should have he like used in that place? Oh like, man, the Counting Crows. Oh, that's no. fantastic. No, no, hey, 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 hey. No. that's perfect. No, the Counting no. Crows. Counting Crows. I mean, are I can think of. Awesome. literally a thousand bands okay. to put in. Yeah, here. absolutely. I would have put Green Day. In. Oh really? I like. I think Candlebox. Oh, but, but that's not fair. They weren't like as big as Seven the Mary Three. Well, I'm sorry. Candlebox <laughs> puts out one album and then the second album kind is of the greatest hits Carpenters. The Carpenters. No, is what should have been no in the Carpenters. <laughs> the Carpenters Sunshine, are amazing. Lollipops and rainbows. I'm, I've had too no. much James. No, no, no. no. Right. I almost started so singing. So bravely, how's that going? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> we already covered that. What about your oh. art? Don't you don't you draw or something? Because we have Not a great talk. Uh, I gave that up this evening when I started You've drinking got whiskey this in here. Awesome, awesome studio downtown. I do. That, that you don't uh, even share with anybody. No, I, yeah, yes, why right. Why did I get so silent when why, I said why that? Did, why did you say it with such longing? Because yeah, I, 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 really I want to share. I want to go to your studio. 
I think in the earlier episode, I want to go do blow with you in your studio. I, you know, one of these days I'm going to have to answer <laughs> to a grandchild or a wife. Why, why did? Why does everyone talk about like anal sex and cocaine around you? Wait, we hadn't what talked about anal sex. Whoa, whoa, yeah, we didn't bring that up. Well, that was in our last one. No. I'm sorry, I forgot. That was in our earlier recorded no, podcast. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, the entire hour is pretty much about anal sex. Um, no. Uh, are you sure that first one didn't uh, record? Pretty sure. <laughs> I'm just glad we got the oh, YouTube man, he's video. He's even taking of his hat off yeah. now. Well, the whiskey has made me sweaty. Yeah, it's getting pretty hot in here. Yeah. It's getting hot it's in getting, here. Uh, so it's take off all your, your clothes. It's getting about that time too. Oh, really? <laughs> once you yeah. start talking about anal sex, it's, ooh, it's, Stephen yeah. wants to wrap it up. <laughs> That's the illusion. We're a family-friendly podcast. If you're going to have anal sex, you should wrap it up. We're just going to. We're just going to. You well, should wrap it up. Funny. You know what? You so, always uh, should wrap it up. Turtles all the way down. Turtles. Oh, tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds yeah. all the way down. No, 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 no. Oh, turtles. you're going to actually... Yeah, he's looking oh, at the yeah, history. Finally? Yeah. Oh, you found it. In in 1984, please, in please Gary, Indiana, a woman right talked to her that. pastor. Well, it, and, actually, it, it, brings, some, it right. brings a little bit of credence to your story, but not a lot. <laughs> credence. It's wrong. Credence. Your briefcase is gone. I don't hold up much for the credence. It wasn't a pastor. It was a well-known scientist. Same the thing. Name of Bertrand in Russell. Oklahoma, that's oh, the same thing. Yeah. Or you can call him Senator. He was <laughs> describing all... the Earth's orbits and sun in a public lecture, and at the end of the lecture, a little old lady got up at the back of the room and said, what you said is rubbish. The world is really a flat plate supported on the back of a tortoise. And the scientist with a superior smile replied, well, what is the tortoise standing on? You're very clever, young man, she said, but it's turtles all the way down. Turtles all the way down. What is that Wikipedia? This is Wikipedia, but it's actually quoting Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking said little lady? No. Stephen Hawking was recounting the story <laughs> okay. of Bertrand Russell. Bertrand Russell said little lady. And you can't really trust anything Stephen Hawking says. Or Bertrand Russell. Well, you got he a computer down in his talking no, I, didn't say, I didn't say little lady. How the lady. fuck do we know what he's got on <laughs> I know, his mind? Right? I mean, I don't let Bill, you know, Steve Jobs tell me translate the goddamn Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> Who knows what Stephen Hawking means? Maybe he speaks Portuguese. How do Maybe. we know? <laughs> He thinks in Portuguese. You guys are going to delete all this, right? No, this no, is going to edit all this. They're going to take you like out, hours. and the podcast will be this five is, minutes long. This is golden. That's that's what they should do. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming well, back, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for hey, thank back. You. That was doubly uh, awesome. Very big of you. Yeah, well, we're big good brave. people. You're very forgiving. We're we're exceptional human beings. <laughs> Real quick, sharing. you are exceptional human beings for for Big Bravely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, number one priority, November fifteenth, Dustin Prince, yes. Sherry's Living Room. Go to sherryslivingroom.com dot com for Best ticket information. Room in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, hit me up on Facebook or Twitter. I'm at my journey. LinkedIn. That's M Y J R N Y. M-Y-J-R-N-Y. LinkedIn is what she's most active. Because she's a big Journey fan. I am a huge Journey fan. I have a tattoo on my back to prove it. Um, I hate baseball cards, but I love Journey. Okay. Just ignore them. Um, I'm just trying to make the connection. We're going to have to talk about that off the air when Jack does the segue. But um, So, yeah, that's plug number one. Plug number two is... Yeah, my profession. I'm a life coach and counselor. 
my website is www.bigbravely.com. Um, you should go there if uh, you know anyone whose you life isn't perfect. You, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Unstuck. Get unstuck. If you've got something that you need to process, you just need, you don't have anyone in your life that you can talk to about stuff and you just need to like sort it all out. I am an excellent space for that. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Um, I have helped a lot of people in the Metro and I look forward to helping a whole lot more. I'd be still be, I'd still, I would still be in the penitentiary if it wasn't for Sherry, guys. <laughs> there you go. I would. And if you, know, if you go I'd still to... still be fist-fighting people in the shower. you go to bigbravely.com, there's a place to book a free coffee with me. You can get, We can go grab coffee. You can kind of tell me what your stuff is, and I can see if we're a good fit. And if we are, then um, we can dig in and get you some, like, relief, some liberation from I your stuff. Absolutely. And, Jack, you've got the best show on WSPY. Tumbleweeds all the way down. Is that are those their call? Is that the call? No, it's no, not. You. I made that up. I should, probably should know that, but I don't. I Thank you. Uh, it, well, used to, it used to be KSPI. Like, yeah, now it's KOSU. Yeah, KOSU. Yeah. But eight o'clock Sunday nights. Yeah, man. Yeah. Check it out. Tumbleweeds all the way yeah. down. Best and buy, show. And buy my art. And buy his art. Buy his art. Yes. Read buy my his articles. Buy his drawings. Yeah. He makes good drawings. He does. Thank you. All right. I, right, use, well, I use a pencil. <laughs> I use a pencil. <laughs> there you go. Let's go see if this one's stuck. Let's yeah. go check it out. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank y'all. I hope Stephen didn't fuck this one up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's hope. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's awesome! That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. One of our favorite adventures is the Escape OKC. Wafty listeners get an exclusive discount when they use the coupon code listen to wafty That's listen the number 2 W-A-F-T-I. Visit theescapeokc.com and book your room now. You can help us continue our urban adventures by going to our website, www.waftyshow.com, and clicking on support us, where you will find a variety of ways to contribute, including becoming a Wafty Knight, which will grant you access to our exclusive content. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on SoundCloud.com slash Wafty Show. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. And of course, www.waftyshow.com. We'll We'll see see you next week. week. You get the whiskey, baby. I'll get the wine